and the intro. <laughs> Thankfully, that part wasn't recorded. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you okay? What, what happened? Buddy? Getting, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Completely professional. Complete, <clears throat> <clears throat> professional call it pod podcaster. Yes, yes, very quite, 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 quite indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, what's up, everybody? This is that's Cannon. A Franklin Armstrong Collective and Squared Idea co-production that we do here um, pretty often. I don't know. <laughs> you know, about every two weeks. Yeah. About every two weeks. <laughs> so you guys are, this is, this is another episode. We're going to be talking about a pretty interesting comic uh, on this episode. I'm a little excited slash nervous because I did like the writing, but I see. Um, I also see how some of it can be a little problematic. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> It's gonna be. It will be. It's it's definitely one of my favorite uh, series, uh, as far as this character in this world is concerned. Yeah, it's 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 a very interesting take. Do we want to tell people what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I like I that know. we're being. It's, just, it's, it's so secret. It's so, <laughs> it's so we're coded. Being, we're being so coy. I don't know why. I feel like maybe because because of what the character is, we're like secretive or something it's maybe weird. because we're afraid to say his name because he might Cause come, come after out. us yeah, that's what I'm about to say. i don't want to be on that list so the book we read is called the babadook <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so folks yeah. we uh we read punisher max volume so okay i'll just explain this very quickly punisher max which was written but best way to say it Punisher Max 2004 is probably the best way to explain it. It was written by Garth Ennis, penciled by Louis La Rosa, and ink by Tom Palmer. This comic, the one that we read, issues 1 through 6, is volume 1 of the 2004 run, which ran until 2009. However, in the continuity of the Punisher, it is volume 7. So it's the seventh volume of the Punisher series. So if you were to mm-hmm. read volume one, you're probably looking at like his original stories mm-hmm. and this and then all the way till 2004, which is where it's volume seven starts. But we are reading volume one of volume seven, which I know is sometimes confusing, but that's what it is. So issues one through six, uh, which I think is called In the Beginning. Yeah. In the In beginning. The, very biblical. Frank Castle did not create the earth. He destroyed it. Yo, seriously. <laughs> he That's torched true. it to the ground. That's true. Because some guy shot up his family. Well, let's start with this. The elevator pitch. In the first story, in the beginning, Frank Castle's old associate, Microtrip, is back. And he's after the Punisher. But first, he's got an offer for Frank that he'd better not refuse. Get ready for blazing bullets, blood bats, and bold beginnings. In Kitchen... Oh, okay, that's just yes, the first one. The second part's called Kitchen Irish, which is uh, 7 through 12. We're not going to be discussing that one. No. But yeah, so that first one just ends with In the Beginning. <laughs> There's a lot of bees. Get ready for blazing bullet, blood bats, and bold beginnings. Why so many bees? It's, it's a tongue twister. It's it's it's, it's to test you out. <laughs> is this a, is it... What is it when a superhero has a Peter uh, Parker uh, alliteration? Alliteration. Oh, is yeah. that what they were trying to do? Get ready for blazing bullet, bo- blood bats, and bold beginnings? Breaking, only thing that makes, only breaking thing that bastards, makes barriers beyond bra- breakfast. <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> beyond breakfast. That's the, I, actually now that you pointed out. Actually, that's probably what they're going for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and to be quite honest, there's quite a lot of everything they're talking about. Yeah, true, yeah, true. true. It, it did work well <laughs> the way they did it. It was very. Dis- it was a good descriptive. Yeah, it starts. What would your What would your elevator pitch be, uh, Dave? Oh, uh, 
Punisher on crack. <laughs> Three words: Punisher on crack. I don't need the whole elevator ride. I need the pressing of the button. That's all it the is. The funny thing about the funny thing about that is that in this comic, he's pretty much subdued from almost half of it. Yeah, true. Yeah. So the Punisher use the the stories or the things you see are things that have already sort of happened. But what's happening in the present time, or while things are happening in the present time, he is not a part of that story. Yeah, he's actually listening to the story almost. It's, it's. I, I hope that paints a bit of a picture for people. I mean, so this it's like a conclusion gone wrong. Actually, it's yeah. like there's something was it was supposed to be an ending, and he's like, no, no, I just started. Yeah, like it makes me think of. Uh, I know I mentioned this before, but the Black Panther Chris Christopher Priest run. The fact that Christopher Priest decided he didn't want to write the story from the perspective of Black Panther. He wanted to write it from the perspective of Everett Ross. Yeah, so it's like Everett Ross's like storytelling of the adventures of Black Panther. And this one it kind of feels the same way in where it's like the adventures of Punisher told through the eyes of like micro and other people as they're trying to figure yeah, out. It, how wasn't, to it wasn't just micro, it was like other people as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for my elevator pitch, I'd probably say, um, but I mean, Old Man Logan didn't exist at the time, but I, I called it Old Man Punisher because it's like, he's like later on in life, mm. it's 10 years later, Micro's a fat boy, yeah. as they keep referring. <laughs> Garth Ennis is a cruel, cruel man. He is Ooh. all about that body shaming and insulting <laughs> people. <laughs> body, you've ever- body shaming and, and, and I like, guess he, sex craze. Oh I don't my know. God. Oh. He's the type of guy that... <laughs> Like when you read the boys, it, the fact that he wrote the boys, I and I forgot that I didn't realize it was him who wrote this at first. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, man, this guy writes like the guy who wrote the boys. Like <laughs> the fact that women, like at, at least O'Brien as a character. Anyways, hold. Sorry, 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 sorry. Anyways, yeah, I'll that, get to that, that in a second. That's the review. Yeah, that's the review. <laughs> so my elevator pitch is Old Man Punisher. We're gonna be telling the story of like an older Punisher who's already gone through some ish. And he's just trying to keep it going. He's trying to end his war. And one last thing is, you know, the idea of like, if you cut one off, if you cut one head, two more will pop up. Like how Hydra and the mob and most villains are like that. You know, mm. just getting rid of one head doesn't actually get rid of them. Well, his mentality is just cut all the, keep cutting the yeah. heads, which is that it's pretty impressive. He's more like blow up the body. What's, yeah. what's yes, interesting true, about true. that? That's though. a good point. I feel like the Punisher actually is capable of cutting them off completely, and he doesn't because he enjoys it. Oh, yeah. we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about Is that your elevator pitch? Is that, that oh, what you're going it's with adding, it? It's adding on to yours because yours is pretty similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like that's a good it, – it's a Punisher who likes death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell at this point he's done it for so long. The bloodlust, it's, it's almost something he can't control. It's like a vampire. He can't leave it. He can't. He can't stop. Yeah, he can't stop. As much as he initially did it out of re- actually maybe because of his initial motives. Yeah, his initial motives was for revenge, and he just kept killing for revenge. How do you expect that to just stop? Yeah. How exactly. do you expect to be able to just like quit? It's kind of like Dexter. He's he's all, he's pretty much Dexter with weapons. That's true. He's no, taking that's out the bad, he's taking out the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, he's. He likes to kill. Yeah, <laughs> he's satisfying his own so, bloodlust of sorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And using his, almost using his family as an excuse. So this is this comic you're going to read is an unraveling of that, and you need to, you get to see things through his eyes and how everyone else around him sees him. 
I feel like that's one hell of a good. Deal. Yeah, that's one hell of a good elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. That uh, that does it right there. Yeah, uh, like, we were in. The, we were all in the elevator together. And yeah, to someone was just like, day. you know, what's the shorter bridge. version? What's the longer? What's what's the detailed version? That's what we just went <laughs> yeah. through right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, guys, that's the first segment where we do the elevator pitch. We try to give you guys just a bit of a our own perspective. Um, some of them, if you've heard our pre- previous episodes, are very positive. You can tell which ones we like and don't like based <laughs> on the elevator pitch real quick. Because if you've heard some of the others in the past, we tear that ish apart from the get-go. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to be going into our next segment. Tobes, are you ready for it? Are you are you prepared? Uh, yeah. You we are going to our next segment called Judgment Call. We have we don't have a theme song for this yet. I, I no. gotta make one. Yeah, you'll make, make one. I'm looking forward to that now. <laughs> I am looking forward to that now. It'll be a quick like two second thing. Nothing crazy like the intro that I made. So quick, um, I had one question to ask the 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 judge and my fellow um, debater today. Okay. Are we allowed to use a team? Yes. Okay. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it. You know, as the judge, as the judge, I think that's. I think that's a judge's call. And uh, and just for anyone who who might be tuning in for the first time, in which case you should go back and listen to the other episodes. Uh, judgment call is uh, basically us giving each other three minutes to uh, discuss a topic. Uh, basically, you, you have your, your your moment to fight for your for your character's right to be in the spotlight, so to speak. And we give each other three minutes to to bring them up, and then we give each other a minute to tear. The other person down, and there's clearly been no limits, especially when it's me and Toby against each other for some weird reason. And uh, and yeah, and this time it's gonna be Toby versus Brian. What up? And I'm gonna make Brian go first. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> so it's it's three minutes, right? That I yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be the uh, the time. You got keeper. you got time? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the time here. Whenever you're ready, sir. Oh, you, you're the one Okay, standing. okay, well, no, but are you, are, you, are, you pre- are you prepared? I'm always prepared, good sir. All right, all right, all right. So you're in three, two, one, go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I'll be introducing you to a team you've probably never heard of, but you should be checking out, the Eternals. So the Eternals are a group uh, that are in the Marvel Universe. They are, I guess, one of the things about the Eternals is they're celestial bodies. They're what a lot of people, and if I'm not mistaken, Jack Kirby wrote them. Uh, he was a, one of the creators for these characters, and it was kind of a similar thing to the New Gods. So a lot of people tend to compare them to the New Gods. And if anything, that's one of the reasons that I feel they don't get a lot of shine. Because, you know, uh, 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 not unlike Deadpool and Wade, you know, the they that comparison always leaves people kind of figuring out which one they prefer more whereas in this scenario where the eternals kind of go up against the new gods the new gods often win Mm -hmm. they are often recognized as a better team even though this team is made up of what i like to call some of the best gods so first off cersei might be one of the ones that you've heard of cersei is one of the main characters who was an avenger um each character has like different powers um you know you might have someone who's a speedster you might have someone who's just like a superman who's if i'm not mistaken the main guy chronos uh and you just have all these different eternals who have different powers another problem as to why they don't get a lot of shine is because of the inhumans because of the fact that the inhumans come along and have a same similar type of structure where it's like a royal family and everyone and and the conniving brother 
a lot of people tend to ignore the Eternals. The Eternals are the celestial bodies. They've been around for millions of years. One of their main interactions in one of the stories that I have that I love recently that was done by John Romita Jr., introduces them as new celestials come to the planet and they're trying to stop those celestials and all their powers start to be reawakened you find out that they've just been asleep that they're celestial being inside of these humans so and one of the things that's really cool about them is each character went on to do things similar to what their power set was so one of them is a doctor and his power is a healer one of them is like a fashion designer and her power is like something based on light like it's all those types of things and those characters and the reason even I'm having a little bit of trouble trying to describe them to you is because there's not a lot written about them and they deserve that spotlight because as a new family and as something that you can tap in the marvel universe especially for marvel who doesn't have the x-men yet yet maybe but as as of right now if you're going to be planning you plan with something that you have so i say go for the eternals because i think that they could bring a lot to the table i still have time i see you tapping but i'm gonna use my time i'm one of the people who likes to use this time to i didn't say anything <laughs> interference uh chronos zuras icarus uranus circe thena you know they really are kind of basing the god names on like greek uh classic gods so that's another thing that's really interesting and really cool and i do really think the eternals deserve a chance to do what they're going to do best and save the world just in time um i actually have one question isn't gideon part of that or is he just like a? I know he's an internal being but is he part of that family i don't know hmm. i don't know them all by heart that's the thing i feel like oh i, I don't want to take up more time yeah, but exactly. just answering yeah. the judge's question don't hold it against me <laughs> I cannot answer that specifically because I don't feel there's enough written about these characters. There you go. That's all I was saying. That's all I was saying. Well said. Well all, said. Right, all right. All right. So, Tobes, you good? You ready? I'm good, man. All right. So, yep. three, two, one, and uh, go. I'm not going to need very much time. Who is my character, you ask? Well, the question is, who is Okoye? Oh, come on. I, th I think this is a character that we have just gotten introduced to in the mainstream via the Black Panther movie. She got enough of a shine on screen for us to take notice of her particular skills. But I think there's a lot more to be told in terms of story when it comes to Okoye. I would like to see a story where she sort of upbringing inside Wakanda though sort of trained from a child but she was like friends with T'Challa as a kid not just Nakia but she also was competing for his affection as a kid and having to see and, and just seeing like the break of bonds between her and T'Challa and Nakia as they're growing up and then Wakabi coming into the mix and just them fighting and going to war together I just I actually see this as being told as a Hollywood epic. Um, and I think in terms of Marvel movies and solo female warriors, I think her story might be a little better told than, than Black Widow's because Black Widow's is kind of more of the same nowadays. It's all the whole Russian spy ballet school of all female assassin that's been told. But this story of the Dora Milaje and how they came to be and their history and how she gets to join them. And kind of, I, I see this kind of being some sort of this whole mythical thing like the Amazons are in Wonder Woman. The way they fight is kind of similar, although they're not gods. And that actually the fact that they are an all-female ass-kicking team with no powers 
<laughs> and they actually are capable of what they're capable of, I would love to see more of that. We don't have any of that on TV at the moment. So if there's even a team, if you want to make this not just a story about her, you want to make it about the Dora Milaje as well, even better. Um, so, Your Honor, right, I would well. like to say Okoye fair enough, fair should enough. run for president. <laughs> you, have, you have 40 seconds left. <laughs> you, no, that's, that's you, all you I good? got to say. That's all I got right, to say. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, no, but both solid, solid points. So, uh, a minute each now? Yeah, you got one minute each. You know, yeah, you know me. You know, you goes, insult each other's mothers while like you, just, you go first. Who, you want me to go? Yeah, first? go first. No, I. Yeah, you went first. So you go first again. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta give him some time. <laughs> no, no, I know. Just, uh... Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I, I, you notice how I said that whole thing calmly <laughs> and with ease. All right. It's because I know her story is worth telling more than these miscreants. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Afrofuturism is the future, um, in the title itself. Now, my thing is, thank you for supporting me. Okoye as a character, the background story that you want to create sounds very similar to someone we just saw in their first movie, and you even mentioned the similarities. And you know, in, in sticking with the references to things that have been done already. The story of a young warrior growing up, finding their true inner power comes from within, and helping the world of man, mankind, be better, sounds quite wonderful, doesn't it? Um, and I think that something like that doesn't necessarily need to be retold when it was already done moderately well. I think, if anything, what we could do is continue to grow the characters. I'll, I'll, I'll let that pass because there was the, the slight yeah, interference, yeah. so I'll, I'll give that. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm liking this really like calm approach. It's almost freaking me out. How you guys are being right now. It's not been at all like any of the other episodes. <laughs> I feel like I've woken up in another universe. But uh, fair enough. So Toby, ready and go. Uh, celestials, superhuman beings with celestial powers that are pretty much immortal and they're a team of these kind of people so we're talking the inhumans on crack at this point why do we need a team that don't have any real weaknesses what kind of story are you expecting us to oh there's been a break-in by so-and-so villain here and there. Send the Celestials. You go there and they get them because they can't die. What's <laughs> Who wants to see that? The story ends in one, one episode. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. These guys are not interesting. Doc couldn't, even, Doc couldn't even give you a story about them because he doesn't even know any. No one knows any. No one cares. <laughs> The end. <laughs> with uh, with exactly <laughs> the end. Time. Can I can I just make a? I made I made a mistake earlier. I forgot to mention that I, I wrote I, I mentioned John Romita Jr. He didn't create this uh, story that I love. He was the illustrator. Um, the story was so interesting that one of the best writers in the world, Neil Gaiman, decided to write one of their stories. I just thought I'd 
add that and confirm that. And <laughs> Fair throw enough. that. Neil except, Gaiman. Except, except, except that wasn't added during any of your time. So, Judge, I... Oh, I, oh no, I was just correcting a mistake. Should, we, should, we should recant this from the, the, the statements that were made. correcting a mistake. Is it sustained? Judge, do with that information as you will. The only right. reason I brought it up is because I made a mistake. And I wanted to correct. So usually, when stuff are brought to the when stuff is brought to court, okay, mm -hmm. they tell the jury not to watch the news, not to be biased in any way. Of course about not. These of course and not. And when some bias comes in, they take out that bias. But not the bias. So you, if what, what if misinformation is misinformation is given, do you not do you not instruct the jury for proper information? This is what I was waiting for. They, this makes me feel better. It was. I said John Romita Jr. was only the illustrator. I forgot. I did not have the right information. All right, all right, all right. order in the court, order in the court. Both of you guys, you guys. And then he added the Neil Gaiman thing. What I, was I, the point of that? I needed to clarify Neil Gaiman oh, wrote it. Come not, on. I said John Romita Jr. earlier. Come on. Judge, right. please, right. you don't right. have to yeah. take that. Oh, seriously, order in the court, order in the court, order in the court. Both of you separate. Only be calm for so long. <laughs> you know? <laughs> all right, so... I will say you guys actually both brought up interesting um, points and actually for me the I, I know a little bit about internals so I, I, I agree with your your um, statement that they do a bit more they need a bit more but at the same time I also liked uh, Toby's pitch for wonderful wonderful for, for, <laughs> story sorry uh, the only thing is you both brought up the exact same point that I was thinking in that um, you both have stories that recently had similarities you had Wonder Woman for um akoya you oh, had wonder i didn't even think <laughs> but at the same time eternals are essentially uh the inhumans on crack and uh, unfortunately they are the b team to the new gods i will say that um yeah. so this is actually really hard because at this point in time it just really i'm trying to think of I, I'll, I'll say the basis of what i'm judging this on is what i think could give more meat to the universes and then since we're dealing with marvel at the current moment, we always have to figure out what they're dealing with right now. And unfortunately, Eternals, I don't I don't see where you could have I don't see how it would affect today. And I'm maybe that's because they need more spotlight, which 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 is which is possible. Because I'm not gonna lie, yeah, this, they, this they, is very on the they, fence. This they, one's a hard one. <laughs> they've barely brought in Adam Warlock, and you think the Eternals are gonna fit into this? That's 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 a solid point. But if we're going to talk about it, I was about to say, I was about to say, I was about to say, you can't do it. I was not making points. All I did was correct a mistake. I said wonderful. I didn't say, I said wonderful. I asked for equal time. I asked for equal time. You're not the good guy here, so I don't know what you're doing. I'm asking for judge. All right, all right, okay. Just give me, give me ten seconds to mull this. I to mull feel it, like mull I it. deserve equal time, but uh, take your time, fine. sir. Take your time. I'm, uh... Actually, don't take too long because no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to go with Akoya on this one, yeah! only because a, uh, I do feel that the the Eternals is something that's going to be an eventuality. It is not important for the now. Also. Uh, I think it's really important, um, and I guess, uh, and I don't want, to, uh, this might be a bit of a political answer, some people might call it, but like, I do think it's time to start giving uh, female stories 
uh, they are important. Um, you know, there's a lot that I feel like people have been skipped over. But yeah, I, but this is going to be a pure female story. Like I, I've I've been someone who's been very advocate. I want their, to, them to make a proper rogue movie. I want them to make a proper storm movie. Uh, and I think yeah. this is something that um, could lead Never. into bringing maybe storm like mentions of storm through this. Uh, at the same time, that's funny. That's funny you say that. We actually mentioned that on one of our episodes on Geektastic about yeah. how storm be brought into Marvel in the Black Panther world. Well, I've always said, like, the next X-Men, if they're going to do the next X-Men movie, they should do, like, an Avengers thing where it's, they should make a Storm movie, they should make a Gambit movie, they should they don't need to make a Wolverine movie because everyone funny. knows it. Rogue, and then, Gambit too. Yeah. and then have uh, a real original X-Men, like the, real, the, like the Cyclops, Iceman, and, and all that, and then you make the nowadays X-Men. Yeah. So with that being said, and I also think that Wakanda is something, as much as the internals is something like, okay, yes, they've been there for the dawn of time or anything, uh, I think I think it's time to take advantage and tell everybody about Wakanda right now. So I think that it makes more sense with what's going on right now. And it's actually something that um, Toby said, Adam Warlock first. Oh, sure. I would just like to point out the judgment call is supposed to be based on who deserves more shine and not who is yeah. already getting shine and should get continued Barely. shine. I'm just That's saying she she was a sidekick in both yeah. movies and uh, both movies being Black Panther and she was a little bit in 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 uh, the newest Avengers because what you guys a little bit what you guys are asking for is essentially not an Okoye movie though you're asking for. Uh, a Dora Milaje movie, but that's where he corrected well, himself yeah, but, basically but during his yeah. his. He said that it could be one or the both, so that's what I'm saying. That okay, but if it's a Dora <laughs> Milaje movie, it's still, still Okoye led. You know what I mean? Okay, but, but I, I will. But if 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 there if this makes you guys feel, it was like a fifty-one forty-nine vote. I'll say you that much. You did. You both did. A, <laughs> I see Brian. He's just like holding this, this magazine. He's just like been rubbing it the whole time. I'm perfectly it's like fine. Guilt trip on me. I'm perfectly fine. With and, the decision, and this this has nothing to do with taking away a minute for me and for the next. So, <laughs> oh. Just joking. I'll, I I'll the read the Eternals. And, I'll read the Eternals and get back to you. Yeah, I just would like to state that your statement with regards to telling female stories or diverse stories, the Eternals being sentient beings inside of humans, can be triggered in any facet. So you could make the entire pantheon of members the most diverse cast ever, which would be one of the most interesting ways to tell the story. My only statement. I agree with that, but I feel like if they, the second their God ability comes out and because they, they, they would get all their memories and, and whatnot, no, because yeah. they, they've been in existence. And I feel that that would actually rip away from the from, diversity from, from no from them being like a human. Like, you know, if you, if you have hidden memories and all of a sudden you're going to be brought back. And I, that's the other thing. I, I feel like it would be kind of like uh, a bit like lo the show lost. Whereas although Lost, like, th they always had, like, okay, well, this is a, a character's episode, and we're going to do flashbacks, flash forwards. Mm. Um, if you're going to do that, if they would do that in a, in a, a film way, I think mm. that it means that it could only be a TV show. And I'm like, meh. And I don't think it'd be properly executed. In I a say comic tell book. the story through time with the movies, by all means. The different eras of history that they affected as being gods. That's one thing I always thought for Hawkman that they should take advantage of. That they never did. Yeah, which is Hawkman a, a is it's immortal, and you guys are always telling the story of Hawkman in modern day. And or could, Egypt. Yeah, or Egypt. When you could write the story, because he is forever reborn, and you could tell the story forever and ever, and you don't take advantage through, of through that. Through different ages, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, I, and it, I it, think you know what's funny about that is you know what movie ripped off the hot the Hawkeye and uh, Hot Girl story? Mm. Which one? Hancock. Oh yes, I was gonna say Hancock. I ju- as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, Hancock did oh, that. Oh man, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in yeah. a long time. I love but Hancock. It was actually, really? Hancock yeah, was really good. I, yeah, no, dude. An I original superhero I story. I, I, I that, get it that I much. would say it's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the, the whole and idea the way, of the way it played out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The way it played out was just unexpected, and the end, I was like, "Whoa, this yeah. took a turn." Yes, as <laughs> soon as you find <laughs> out, gods? yeah, as soon as you find out that she has the same powers that first time when she hits him, mm. I almost leapt out of my seat. I went to see that movie. Yeah. That was, I think, the first movie I went to by myself. Oh, really? I was sitting next. I was eating flotas <laughs> that I got at Carlos and Pepe's. <laughs> making all the noise in the world, <laughs> sitting next to some girl who was a third wheel on a on a date. Oh man! So her and I started like talking in the movie. Like, isn't that amazing? It's like, yeah, that's so cool. Anyways, shout out to random girl I sat next to at Hancock all those years ago. But yeah, and I mean that mo- that moment where she hits him, where uh, Charlize Theron hits Will Smith's character Hancock. I legit jumped out of my seat. No, not fear. Just like holy shit! Yeah, it was so it was so well done. And I almost wish I could go back to the moments before that because every time you watch the movie afterwards, it's just like, damn! I already know what's gonna come. Like she's really popular with like the non-mainstream comic book stuff. Charlie's Theron. What else is? Well, she has Hancock. She has Atomic Blonde. She has uh, Zeno. Whatever. um, Oh yeah, the Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Also had uh, what's it called? Uh, recently, well, he said, he said Atomic Blonde. What's Atomic the, Blonde. What's the other one you're saying? Tom Hardy, Deserty World. Oh, oh yes, yeah, um, Fury Road, yeah, Mad Max. Fury, Mad Max, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Is Mad that Max, originally a comic book? Uh, no, but I think it got turned into. I think it had a, a short. Uh, cool, cool. Thing. Okay, okay. Well, guys, that was Judgment Call. This one to Toby. I unfortunately lost. Understood. The next one will be uh, Dave versus myself, I believe, right? Yeah, I had a two minute, a and minute you have penal- a minute penalty, <laughs> so he only gets two minutes instead of three minutes to make his argument. But seeing as Toby never takes up his full three minutes uh, at this point, we might as well turn the damn thing to two minutes, and I'll oh, just be the. I, I, like I don't three, need I, it. I like my three minutes, and and you say that, but you go, you get like two and a half. Yeah, okay, there you go. that's fair. <laughs> like, that's, you're, you're, you're like claiming that, and like looking at the time, I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're getting close. Uh, but yeah, that's Judgment Call. If you guys ever have ideas of characters that you feel are underrepresented and uh, that you'd like us to argue for, you can actually, you can hit us up directly. Um, yeah. We all have our own means of being contacted. You can hit me up on, uh, I guess, you know, one of the best ways is Instagram because I'm pretty good with my Instagram. Um, Toby is at, at that fit dude. I'm at Brian Holiday. Do you have Instagram? No, I don't. It's one of the things I got to get on. Are you on Twitter? No, I'm, a, I'm the okay, worst. So we're going to create, we're gonna create a no, social you're, media you're presence for decades. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I am bad at that. Like, I, when I touch electronics, they, they blow up. <laughs> or, uh, actually, technically, you could easily shoot a, a line on the um, our uh, Squared Idea Facebook. Oh, yeah, there actually, you go. Actually, there you go. That you know, would be it. Yeah, so that'd go to Squared-Idea. Uh, that's the Facebook, right? Squared-Idea uh, as well. Uh, yes, yeah, it's still, yeah. Still, still, still Dash. Yeah, so that's the judgment call, and uh, yeah, the winner is Okoye, which I mean, at the end of the day, I'm also very happy with. Yeah, so I was, I was, I was about to say, like, I don't see you having I'm much disdain. <laughs> no, so I knew it, and the, and you started out your statement by 
praising my side. I was like, all right, well, I guess I got this in the bag. Yeah, there was a well. It's not like I <laughs> never could, admit defeat. I could never. I, it's not like I could argue against Okoye because the story is a good story and should be told. I just don't think it should be told more so than mine. But that it's is a story that needs to be told. That's it's a wonderful story. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so going into our next segment, guys. This is uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and germs, nerds and dweebs, everyone who's tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Anyways, we're going into our next segment. This is the review. So we're going to be continuing our conversation on punisher max this is volume seven in the line of punishers but this is the first volume issues one through six punisher max 2004 written by garth ennis penciled by Louis la rosa and ink by tom palmer uh so boys where do we start where do we start i mean uh we start in the beginning I will say I like that they summed it up very quickly. Like, is the one thing about Punisher, the re- yeah, you the know, intro cap, they always have to. I find in any, stories. yeah, and every time you ever get introduced to them, they always have to mention, you know, his family dying and all that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool, and I think that the the de- the extra details about his perception, like instead of saying, oh well. uh he was pissing off uh, ex mob member, and as a result, his family got killed at, on a picnic. Instead of saying that, you're seeing it legit through his eyes. Like, oh, I saw my daughter, and her blood, her gu- oh, blood and guts God, were everywhere. Yeah. I saw my wife. Uh, I, I saw my kid. I didn't see any bullet wounds until I picked up his head and noticed they went through his open mouth. Yeah, that's a mess. That's just rough. Right there. And then you see like his brains in his hand, which I thought he got shot in his hand initially. Yeah. And then I'm reading, I'm like, oh God, that made it so much worse. It made it so much worse. Brains in his hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought that that was like an interesting like. It, it brings up the level of intensity, and right away it tells you like, okay, this is not your. If if you, if you already are like squeamish with regular Punisher, like you better be like yeah, yeah. ready for what's about to happen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's kind of. I don't. I guess that's why this is my favorite Punisher series, <laughs> because <laughs> because it's so violent. Does that make me a sicko? A little bit. Know, a little. I'm not gonna lie. But I love the Joker, so I really can't really. <laughs> just it, a little it, bit, buddy. Honestly, the the like it just to me makes like okay. You hear about a character named the Punisher. It to me this comic book, this whole series, speaks to that name effectively. Mm. I will he agree with literally that. Literally out yeah. there to punish people by death. Yeah, I like, will agree no with that. One no one is leaving this room alive. Mm. It's kind of like in a horror movie, for example, and I'm sure you've seen this kind of scene play out many times where, the, you know, the protagonist is just chilling in a room and then the lights go out. Yeah. Lights come back on, monsters behind you, slices your neck. <laughs> that's that's who the Punisher is, and that's yeah. what I want to see when I see a Punisher movie or a TV show or a graphic novel or a comic book. That's the Punisher I want to see in this book. This, this series gives that to you in spades and then some more yeah definitely easily another thing i really enjoyed which i think is like uh, it's an issue three or four i like that because they, they you know the 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 acknowledgement of his family dying was more like that was the day i lost my humanity that's that's what happens with the punisher right yeah and he even sure. says that like i was depressed for months and you know i was just chilling at my house and then he tells the the first punishment Oh yeah, later and I on. thought that was really yeah, that, key because that, that was yeah. like that was good. breaking. The, like that was like okay, I'm really upset with my life. I'm really upset that you know God or whoever has dealt me this hand, and I don't know what to do because I've always been like a quote unquote good guy. I've been a cop, CIA, or whatever he was, 
And then, like, he's talking to a guy who's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, we're neighbors and I, I feel bad. And the thing that's messed up, he's like, I feel bad for you and my entire that your entire family died, especially your wife was so cool. But you know what I'm doing with my wife? I'm cheating on her. Oh, dude. And, like, why that, would you tell that to someone? Yeah. Like, that, in any universe, why would you tell that to somebody? Well, I mean, I feel like uh, you are jumping to one of the crazy stories towards the end, but I feel like one of the reasons that guy tells him and I think Frank even says it is the guy wanted the punishment. Yeah. The guy wanted something to happen because he's, he's throwing and Frank even says, uh, here I am mourning my wife and you threw yours away. Yeah. And it's just like, and Frank's just like, so you actually think the guy, when he's telling that to Frank, he wants to feel like he wants to be dealt. Yeah. He wants to be, uh, he wants to be told he wants to be made to feel guilty. And I, I th I'm thinking he didn't expect Frank to beat the out of him. I think if anything, yeah. he thought Frank would be like, you, you know, kind of that conversation of you are really messed up. I'm really dealing with a lot of loss right now. You have a chance to be with the one you love. Don't be an idiot. Go back. Go be with your partner. And instead, yeah. and the, and I, I don't know. Maybe that's what that guy was doing. I don't know. I don't know the motivation. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see. But you see I what I'm saying? From yeah. That perspective. I didn't definitely didn't take it that way. I thought it was just some stupid ass like you know asshole dude jerk who thinks he's the shit and went yeah. to Frank and you know. But like what? Talking. But I mean, and, and uh, sorry, Dave. One no, second. Sure. More to the fact though, like, but why to Frank? Knowing what Frank just went through, mm. that's the part I don't understand. That's the inhumane part. Of it. Yeah, like you could go to any barbecue flipping burger guy on your block in the the suburbs and be like, Tony, I gotta tell you. But no, you go to Frank, the one guy who just lost yeah. his wife mm -hmm. and his kids. And I don't You're know. Right. If, I don't know if they know what Frank does for a living. I, but let's take that aside. Frank is still a big yeah, he's a fucking dude. Like, like yeah. I don't. Frank's not the guy I want to go see. When I'm just like, yo. I know your life sucks, but dude, check what I'm doing. I'm banging this 20-something-year-old. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, why would I want to go see the biggest no. guy on my block to, you know, reminisce about how stupid I am? Anyways, yeah, sorry, Dave, you were saying. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a dumb move. Yeah. But I think the quote wasn't he wanted to be punished. I think he said, uh, well, the punisher said he was like, he knew what he wanted, and regardless that he knew that it was wrong, he still went after it. And the thing that's kind of cool about, and the reason why I bring this up, and the reason why I'm bringing I know it's a little bit later in the book, but the fact that we're talking about, like, uh, the origin story. I feel like okay, yes, his wife, his family dying is definitely the thing that's made him go crazy. But I feel like by telling this story, it gave you insight to the methodology in his head of how he came to be like, okay, I have an injustice. This is wrong. So my my way of doing things is based off of what happened with this guy. Like it's not that it's not that you did right or wrong. It's that you you did something and you knew it was wrong and you did it anyways. Yeah. And then that's why that, 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 that like it's that, the pecking order of what makes me want to quote unquote punish, punish you, kill people mm. or whatever. It's, so I agree with you. Mm. I don't think it's what makes him want to punish people. I think it's what pushes him to do something he already wants to do. Yeah. Mm. So unleashes his like you guys were saying yeah, before the lust. The blood yeah, yeah, he is. It's the, it's the Dexter rules. Yeah. yeah, he lives by. He legit lives by the Dexter rules. Very well said. Yeah, yeah. Please. Well. I uh, so, I guess I'm gonna comment a little bit about Garth Ennis as a writer because I just have to. Well, before you do that, do Go we on. care about any of the B Mafia stories going on in this? You know, to be honest, no. I thought it's, that. Like, like, I got it. I get why you had to do it because it gives the motivation 
for right. other and, players. And, and it adds more it adds more meat and context yeah. and just but more like, pages in this first issue and first volume anyway. But those characters were literally cannon fodder oh, to yeah. me. Like the whole time I was reading the comic, I was just like Every one of you who's a mobster is going to die. Yeah, especially that 101 guy or whatever. Yeah. Like, right away, you're like, okay, he's getting a bullet right away. All of them. <laughs> all, every time they open their mouths, I was just like, this is useless talking because you're about to die in, like, two pages. So, <laughs> one of them doesn't so even I'm talk. Gonna ruin, I'm, like, not gonna ruin, <laughs> I'm not going to ruin the series for everyone, the rest of the volumes, anyway. Mm. Um, so, in this first one, we, we get to feel the heroism of the Punisher. We get to, we're like the same hype you just got about seeing mobsters about to get killed. You're like, yeah, we know, we know how this is going to end. I'm guessing you see the the family side. You, you you see his weaker sides. Oh, okay. Okay. You you actually see the Punisher unravel. You see him close to situations you never thought you'd see him in, which is what makes this whole volume really, really good. Yeah. This first, this one, this first one is just an intro. I think, be- the reason why it's written this way and, and depicted this way in the beginning is to give anyone who's never even read about the Punisher can just jump into the story. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Regardless right. of if you've read those first uh, seven you said, right, earlier? Yeah. Mm. Whether you've read them or not, that's why it says in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is sort of, you can forget of anything about the Punisher and just start from here and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah. I want definitely and I I don't I don't doubt like in my head the way I saw it was this was the beginning and we you know they make references a few times in this comic to kind of like the fallout of what happens like how you know the mobsters tell the women and the children to stay back Mm -hmm. Um, when he attacks them at the funeral and there's a kid standing right next to the car when he launches the the I guess rocket launcher and, and the kid's kid, still alive right? after that. The, yeah, the though. kid's still alive, and the kid's like pointing, and no one else is noticing. <laughs> and the kid's like pointing, like, "Uh, that's where the bo- the bomb came from." Like he's just pointing at the car. And I thought those subtle things of like these, like this community is seeing this monster run through, almost like um, let I am Legend, mm. where the idea is that Will uh, Will Smith's character is the monster to the monsters because they live their lives and they, you know, go about their business. And then this monster is constantly trying to kill them. It's the same way that like the mob sees what they're doing as a service in a way to the community. Like, you know, and and, uh, you know, uh, there's different mob stories in Marvel where the, they, the the mentality behind mobsters is explained like, but we do this for balance. We provide for the communities that no one else is providing for. You know, you can't. Well, it's the it's the drug lord motto, though, so it doesn't really make them that much better. Like, for example, no, I'm, I'm not gonna saying they're better. I'm going to bring this into real life for a second with Pablo Escobar, people like that, for example. Mm. They kill a ton of their same people in the community, but they give back mm. so that those same people in the communities are on their side. It's like this weird. They're creating a balance of their own. They're not balancing anything else out. No, you know yeah, mean? but that's what I'm saying. So for the mob in the story. The, if you if you were to tell the story from the mob side, the mob is just like we're just doing what we need to do to maintain and survive, and right. we do that. And Frank Castle comes in and is destroying the balance because he creates power vacuums and leaves full families without heads mm-hmm. uh, right. and stuff like that. So from their perspective, the idea and this is why I figure later on we would see their side of things because it's just like you know kind of like i guess sympathy for the devil 
Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. So you see. Okay. So this is also one of my points. I'm going to add on to what you just said, mm. where you said that he leaves power vacuums and he leaves families without heads. Yeah. So I don't know if this was on when we were. Uh, I think we, this was before we started recording this episode. I mentioned to you guys briefly that Frank likes to kill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he the comic. Could, he could. He could destroy. He's already killing people. Yeah. There's no point. You have no your morals and values aside from honor. Those things are out the window. At that point, yeah. you should yeah. be destroying the entire mob. The entire family and not leaving people to come back and restart the organization so that you can come back in and start picking them off again like insects. Yeah, but isn't that right? the whole concept that he enjoys it? Like, because that's the that's one of the yeah. underlining things, right? Like, so he enjoys it. So maybe that's the reason why he leaves. Like, example, technically, I don't want to be like brutal because obviously he has a moral like don't kill kids and, and wives, obviously. But technically, but like, I, example, I, that I'm kid saying... pointing, he could grow up to be the next mobster. Oh, yeah. He's like, I want to kill Frank. Exactly. I, you left me alive and this is I this is what I want to do. I 100% think exactly. that a good writer would use that one frame from this story where the kid points and 20 years from now writes a story about that new mob boss taking yeah. over yeah. and being like, this kid was there the fr day Frank murdered people at a funeral. Yeah. Like and at, then a, show, and then at a show, funeral, and then show less, him right? going through school and yeah. stuff like that and managing that like, mental. Yo, maybe we should stop talking. Maybe we should uh, pause it and write yeah, down this idea. idea. Yeah, before we <laughs> just gonna write this out like three days write this later out first, and then uh, we're gonna come. So, and we're back. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Or, or if you want to turn, or if you want to turn Punisher completely heel, he would have killed that kid, but you wouldn't have seen it on on frame. Oh God! Oh, you would have seen. You would have just seen the kid falling, and you wouldn't have not known who did it. Oh, but you would have thought. Darn. You know, you'd have had your suspicions. And then to be playing with that throughout the whole volume, throughout the whole series, it'd be playing with that. Did he or did he not? Or, people are coming after him because he did. People people are helping him to prove that he didn't, you know, because he yeah. doesn't kill kids. Ever. But maybe the Punisher just broke and now he's saying, fuck it, I'm going to kill everybody, you know? So yeah, there's yeah, more yeah. that could have been fun here too. That are, that, I think I think that would have been a little extreme at the end of the day too. <laughs> that or you could have had a um, the bride with Cottonmouth's daughter moment you could have had as well. So, um, so Kill Bill, right? So, yeah. um, the first, the first, um, I think it's Cottonmouth, at least. Um, in the first uh, issue, it's a uh, or sort of first uh, movie. It, you have the bride who goes kills. Um, oh, what's the act that actress's name? She's like the girl. I should have been Black Mama. How, who are you, Black Vivica Mama? A. Vivica Fox? A. Fox. Yeah, I think her name her her name was Cottonmouth as like her code name. So she brutally kills her. Uh, but her daughter's there at the end. Oh yeah. And then you have the you have her go up to me. He's like, you know, your mom deserved it. No, 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 no. But if and you know what? If you hate me in 15, 20 years, when you want to, yeah, come you come me. out, you come find me. And a lot of people said that's the rumored third movie. Uh, I, mean, I don't see how you couldn't make it. Yeah. She literally sets that up. Yeah, <laughs> that but whole I, scene I, sets I, up a revenge story. You could have had something very I'm similar with uh, this. Lucy Liu's character, actually. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. But Vivica Fox's character, he leaves the kid. Yeah. yeah. She leaves the kid, so I yeah. say. So you could have had a moment like that, too, here. Oh, where it's just like Frank Castle looks at the kid and says, yeah, but that, yeah, but then that just goes more into what we were saying about Frank Castle as a character. He likes the violence. Mm. You know, if he, if he actually scorched the earth, there would be nothing else mm. for him to fight. But I'm saying they would have, it would have uh, just added on to that concept that he needs it still. Yeah, because that's yeah, what the yeah, thing is yeah. going through for the when you, especially when you get to issue five and six. Yeah, it's like this is basically saying you enjoy it, and that would have been a good way to to keep to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
quick, as I was saying before, just to address Garth uh, Garrett Ennis's uh, writing. Um, so when I was reading this, I was trying to think because I didn't read who the writer was. I just started reading the comic, and I was trying to remember who it reminded me of. And then I was just like, "Man, the way this guy writes women is a definitely a dude." And B, reminds me of the guy who writes The Boys. The way the superheroes kind of just, like... Like, one of the stories is, like, the super... In The Boys is one of the, is that the superheroes run train on one of the new girls that joins the team. And it's just like, good God, you guys are sick fucking bastards. And then, like, just hearing how O'Brien talks at the beginning, and then I was just like, oh, it's Garth Ennis. Ah, that makes sense. Garth. What year was The Boys written? Uh, I'd have to double check. If someone can double check that while I'm doing this piece, I'll, uh, I'll do that right but, now. So 2006, 2012. The it's boys in the Punisher Max. Yeah. So in the middle, yeah. First. Yeah. So he's. So this was him testing the waters of like what he could write for women. First of all, Garth, I don't know if you wrote women that way because you feel that that is the idea deal of what women should be like i hope not i hope his idea of the ideal yeah i hope not but i think i think maybe he started writing this o'brien character and he's like oh wait a minute he got like a little light bulb moment yeah because so Um, o'brien is this female character that you get introduced to who works with uh is it laura what's the other it's like this dude uh, i can't it's it's roth and o'brien yeah roth and o'brien there you go so Roth and O'Brien are these two spooks who are following Frank mm. because microchips put them on to the fact that every year Frank goes to the, the cemetery, sees his family. It's the only place you can catch up with him. Don't take him at the cemetery because it's his one moment of respite. Mm. He even says it that way. Yeah. So you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, so he, they, said I, he said, I feel that would be indecent. Yeah. So he does the whole following thing. That They do mm. the whole following thing. But this O'Brien character, I got to say, I wasn't impressed to the point where every time I saw her panels, I wouldn't read her bubbles because I was just like, you're not saying anything of importance. Everything, every piece of dialogue out of your mouth is just pointless sexual con- yeah. like nonsense. And it was just or, or just like startled, like being startled. And then she's just shooting. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You're right. No, she's, she's a nympho. Really That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. You could literally not read anything she says, and it would still be the same story. Oh, it does not affect not a word. Her actions are the only things that change. Yeah, not any things that she, she says. says. Same thing with Roth, to be honest. But the thing is, you know what they are? After Con- cannon fodder. I don't. Well, on top of that, <laughs> I feel like this whole comic is just cannon fodder. That's everyone was thrown okay. in to be killed at some point. <laughs> He's trying to do extremes, obviously, in this, right? This is the extreme version of Punisher, right? Like the blood, the guts, and all that stuff. Yeah. Say this is like a rated R comic book, right? It is. So what's I mean, in rated R? There, there's swearing. He has it down. There's blood and guts. He has it down. Yeah. Adult content. He has it down. The one thing this guy is missing is sexuality. That's the only thing he's missing. And the two characters that we're talking about are the. I hate to say it, the failed attempts of sexuality. Uh, the girl being, tur- a nympho being turned on by uh, bloodlust, I guess, in its yeah. own well, way, which is a fail. And then Roth, I mean, you know, he, he yeah, gets, he gets his, balls. his actual testicles yeah. removed. So it's the only time that he's able to bring it in. And I think it's like, he's like, it was forced. Oh, yeah. Like you, okay, you, may you, as well, you, you may as well just put, you just make them go to a strip club if you want yeah, them to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. have a shoot up in a strip club, you get the sexuality there. 
Ha- have them kill people when they're having sex. Like that. Yeah. I would rather that than some girl who's like trying to listen in and be like, I want to hear his voice so I could like jerk off to it later yeah. or whatever. Like it's come it on. was really weird. <laughs> or if you're gonna do that, or if you're gonna do that though, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna do that, make all your characters like that so that it just makes more sense that they're all that up yeah. as opposed to the one female character <laughs> that in your story <laughs> is the weird nympho. Roth is the dumbass. You have and yeah, then, you know what? You know what? In the world of the boys, that probably worked because that world is fucked. Yeah. In in this world, it's because of the kind of violence and the kind. It still takes place in a sort of a place that's more grounded in like yeah, where I, we live. If anything, where, one yeah. of the things about the Max stories is it's the only time the comic book feels like it could take place in our universe yeah like it's actually yeah. happening in new york right now yeah. yeah like there's nothing there's no superheroes there's no one fly there's no capes there's no it's just you know you got a dude who's who's obsessive with guns and likes to kill people you have a computer genius who helped him murder thousands of people yeah. turned him into a war machine as he says and you have spooks and mob and that's it. That's, yeah. that's a real I, world. And I, just, I, I just don't buy that in the world, again, in this world, it's based in our world, but the extremes, like extreme yes, violence, true, extreme true, 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 true. But I don't buy an extreme one. Like, if ever, if she was so sexual, I feel everyone else should have been just as sexual. Yeah. Or, or it if shouldn't have been so closet. Violence, it's just... It just didn't fit in in the the narrative at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. In this story, it, it was unnecessary. Yeah, and, and that's, if there was definitely a sore point to that, is because that whole thing was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, as, as we since we are mature comic book readers because we're adults, mm-hmm. uh, the other aspect to that is it reads like something an adult would write, thinking this is what a teenage boy wants to mm-hmm. see in the world. Mm-hmm. Like a teenage yeah. boy would want to know that a gravelly voice will turn. A psychotic woman on. Yeah, a big penis is important. Yeah, big penises are important. Gravelly voices, being a macho man, like all that stuff. It's and it's just like or the or the fact that you want to be with a psycho woman. Yeah, you want to be with a psycho woman. Wherever you are listening to me right now. Yeah. The psycho woman appeal is bad for you. It's bad. It's bad. Kids, kids, stay away. Run. It's a it's a myth. As the Punisher says, just run. They do exist. Same thing as psycho men, and nobody wants to be with psycho men. So I want to be with a psycho woman. Exactly. It's that simple. Yeah. Uh, As for the art, I I like like the style. I like the style a lot. I think that uh, La Rosa and Palmer do an excellent job. With the especially the 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 tone and in one of my favorites was the interview the the, like, the whole interview in the yeah, dark room with micro yeah. and Punisher in the room together the way that was lit I mm. guess is the, and how he smirks and stuff yeah. during when they're having conversations like I am creep the hell out yeah like yeah because wow. you you don't see Frank's face all that oh, much yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. the art with uh, Roth the scenes with Roth and uh, Post having the testicles removed are some of the most <laughs> intensely drawn. Yeah. Like I mean, if I you, felt for it. Yeah, if I you, hurt, you, I hurt. Once while again, while you I can watching, see, I was hurting. you can see why the comic, the boys, is the way it is. Mm. Two two years yeah, later, well. after this, because this is where he started. If this is where he started, because I don't know if it's his first one, mm. but if this is one of his starting points, and he got to do stuff like that, like you know, G- Garth Ennis says to them, "This is kind of how I want you to draw this scene," and then those artists come in and draw it that way. Mm. Well, then two years later, when someone gets pulverized by a superhero and all that's left is two hands 
Like one of the characters is holding two hands and it's just blood and guts everywhere. I'm like, oh well, that makes sense because you've been and, doing that for the last few years already. And, and what about and what about the old guy that he fought at the end, Pitsy? Oh, oh when he gets shot in the die. face, oh, he wouldn't God. die, and then he gets shot in the face, and you actually see, it, like his. It's so graphic. Mesh- it's so graphic that looking at the image, I'm like, oh, that's literally probably what somebody who got shot in the face would look yeah. like. Well, the thing is, it's crazy. You think they had to look that up? Like they yeah, had to get, maybe. they probably should, they probably took like something and actually shot it and then like, God damn, because the, the one thing about when you, when, how you, how I judge like good drawing, right. Is like it, how it's how it makes you feel and all that stuff. And yeah. specifically yeah. when Roth is like, he walks down the aisle, uh, he's trying to walk to O'Brien and you see there's, he has his hand out yeah. and she's trying to look at what it is. He has like a sad face, but then when <laughs> yeah. they really realize what it is. He has like this cringe face, and like I was like, I'm having phantom pains. I'm gonna put this book down for a minute. I'm gonna take a walk. I'm just gonna shake things out a bit, and then I'll come back. Yeah. Um. But the one thing, the few things I, well, sorry. Do you guys have anything to add on in regards to the art? Because I was gonna no, no, you talk about a, a weakness that I thought about the book that actually the art did complement. Actually, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So one thing, the the there's three things I didn't really like about the book. Um. Well, the O'Brien thing, like the yeah. we don't have to go on that anymore. No, okay. Um. I thought that Micro's uh, destiny, you knew right away what was going to happen to him by the end of the first comic book. Oh, I... Just by how he talked, you're like, well, dude, like, you're I dead. I knew you're everyone dead. was going to die in this. <laughs> no, but, like, it was, like, so, like, oh, I'm going to take him down like a rabbit. I'm like, dude, like, know, fat right? boy, like, as yeah. everyone said, you ain't doing shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, you're dead. You're, you're dead. You're siding with the enemy. You're gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even want to talk to you anymore. You've turned on Frank. It's the end. And the only thing I, I, I thought that was not... It wasn't that it was bad, but for me, I was like, this is something that I don't, especially since you know how comic books, our characters don't age, but time passes, right? Yeah. That's one of the things that's sometimes hard when it comes to comic books, because like, example, Captain America, he, he can't, like, at some point in time, he might, might, might not be able to be in World War II almost anymore, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they've already. Or, or like yeah, Wonder Woman already, and this and that. Like, they've already like, had problems with it's, that, It's, yeah. it's going to be a problem. So in this, at the beginning, uh, they give his wife's age by giving showing her a tombstone oh yeah so she's born in 1948 and then dies like when she's like 25 or something like yeah. that right so let's just assume that frank dates around his age yeah so that means in 2004 yeah. he's like 50 60 years old at well this point. i mean he is oh, i mean it's, it's depicted as really old here, yeah, yeah 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 i mean o'brien makes that comment like he's really fit for an old for his age but it's like and, and I, I guess the yeah. idea is he's supposed to be in his 50s or 60s but it's conflicting for the Punisher being used in like a uh, regular canon and all the other ones, oh. right? Because like he's, it's he's always known as an older guy because yeah. he's had to have lived a life, yeah. lost a family. Yeah. So I Been always, yeah, you know, you you had to be. Anytime I read him, like you have to be in your forties. When you start making him look like he's in his fifties or even in his sixties in some of these pictures, yeah, it's like, can this guy really do? Every, like he got shot. Yeah, in, in the face with, <laughs> with with fake shotgun slugs, and then shot in the arm with a real shotgun. Yeah. How are you running around, bro? I can't do that now. My skinny ass is gonna die if you do that. So, like, how I does mean, that make any like, sense? He's like two sixty six four. You know, he can handle a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, a, you know, a, a stun gun shot to the face. You know, I I I think if anything, and this is why I was saying this earlier. I really do feel that this comic takes place in like more our world almost in the sense that the punisher max line or the max universe isn't the 616 or the 1610 ultimate universe i i don't know if it's its own universe if they've ever confirmed that but it it feels like it's outside 
because of the fact it's and that's why I said it's old man Logan but mm. Punisher I mean even though this comes way before but the idea is just like the old man Logan story takes place in a future this story feels like it takes place takes place just some time down the road yeah. but one thing that was cool about it because when, when I was growing up I always thought in my head well if if the universe was perfect um so Sylvester Stallone in his prime would have done a Punisher movie there, there, there's, a, there's a lot of. I even have a comic book at home. I'll, I'll bring it here one time. I don't, I don't there, see it. It's more just. There, there's a comic accent. book I have that when you see the cover, it is Stallone dressed up as Punisher and it's. Beautiful. Don't get me wrong. He has the physicality. I don't know if he. Oh, could. the acting ability. Yeah, okay, yeah there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as we're on the same we're page. We're talking there. about looks, all right? Every time you talk about comic book uh, people in real. a movie, you have to have the look no. and can you say words? That's how it works first. <laughs> and then you ask if the guy can act depending on how hard the story is. But the one thing I did like. Hold on, Toby was saying. Sorry, something. yeah, go on. Yeah, so I actually found some bit of information, but it, it's literally, if you look everywhere, there's no information of what universe this is a part of. Okay. Um, oh, so it doesn't say 616 it, it, it is No, it is told, though, that the Max, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. Max yeah. universe, is a place where superheroes don't exist. It's more a grounded reality. Yes. Which would be ours yeah. at that point. Yeah, because yeah, it does exactly. feel... I mean, the only one yeah. that maybe has something is Luke Cage, like because he gets that skin, but... From a prison test yeah. gone wrong, but yeah. Mm. Uh, isn't Jessica Jones in it though? Alias, but isn't she, she doesn't use it? her powers? But isn't isn't her story a Max the alias stuff? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. Yes. Um, but just to get onto like uh the reason why the the one thing that was a cool compliment that the um the art did for the whole him being old. Oh wait, no, sorry. You're right. You're right. My bad. I just okay. looked it up. Um. Is in issue three. There's a the in the interview phase. Yeah. Um. Because I, one thing I got from the Punisher, I was like, oh, he feels like kind of Clint Eastwood like. Oh, he's drawn like and, Clint Eastwood. And then there, yeah, there's like this picture right here, which is the exact well, can't that see is it, but... well, yeah. It, so if you go to about <laughs> which, halfway which through issue? page, uh, sorry, issue three. Issue three. And he says, there's this picture where he looks exactly like Clint Eastwood, and yeah. of all the things he says, he says he's referencing because he's bringing out pictures of his family. I'll make the, that the image for this episode. Uh, it's a. Put them away right now, or I guarantee you, you'll have to kill me. And I'm like, what? How more Clint Eastwood are you getting yeah, than yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. It's like it was, it was cool. Saying. I, I yeah. like that. I like that nod. I it like is a nice nod. one. But yeah, so I mean, that's the review, guys. Uh, did, Toby, did you have anything else you want to add to it? I mean, no, I think, I think we covered think everything. Pretty much, we covered pretty much everything. We, we, we could talk really the last away. battle if we wanted because it was a little ridiculous. But I mean, if you want to talk about pits. That's the one time that it felt supernatural. Yeah. Because like you said, Toby, you already brought him up. He gets shot in the face with a shotgun blast and he's still walking. Yeah. He's After in the next yeah, issue. So which, which, which makes me believe that information issue. I found is probably wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the next <laughs> issue somehow. It doesn't say what universe. I think it's just supposed to be its own thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's this one character in it that I call. He's like, I call him like a uh, little Wolverine once again, <laughs> just because he, he doesn't have... If yeah. Wolverine's healing factor was like diminishing, this is what he's he would look guy. like. Yeah, he's exactly. like a little guy. Well, yeah, name- he's not. He, he can't be little Wolverine. If Wolverine's already five foot nothing. He's like fucking uh, Wolverine having so a baby. He's, he's, he's like he's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's Wolverine light. But yeah, the whole idea is that he could like this guy. Okay, you guys really do have to read this last issue. It's issue six. There's a crazy fight. Five and six, right? Five and six. Yeah. 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 Read issues five and six for one of the most interesting fight scenes. If if you watch the 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 de- the Punisher series on Netflix and that fight at the end where the Punisher is like pretty much. I can't hear this. Go oh, on. you didn't watch I it. Didn't, I'm I'm late. 
Okay. Go for it. It's my but, fault. It's no, my no, fault. it's okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not ruining anything by telling you okay. the Punisher gets into a fight okay. and is as almost as bad as Pitts. Oh shit! And still gets up. <laughs> and so it, that's why it doesn't shock me that in this comic book in 2004 they had other guys who are like Frank, who are like almost indestructible. Because even Frank gets shot, like you said, he gets hit in the face with two with rubber slugs and shot in his arm. Later on in the comic, stabbed, punched, beat, blown up. And still keeps going. But Micro shot really badly through the vest. Yeah, well, Micro's a... <laughs> but anyways, but, but, all which that I have to say, say like, I, I, I'm surprised that it, Micro it thought is, that he is, was going to live. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I there's really... a, there's, I'm just looking at a panel right here where um, Pitsy shoots him with a shotgun to the ribs. And he's all he said, all he thinks... <laughs> yeah, my rib's <laughs> gone. Yes, it's, it's not, not broken. It's, it's gone. <laughs> that's a rib gone. Yeah, that's, it's not broken. Like, yeah. And he's cool about it. He's yeah, like walking down the street, yeah. blood coming I, out of the side of his body. But I, like, like, if you read the comic, then he there's still a whole issue after that. <laughs> like, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Someone's well, that's a rib gone. It's not broken. It's gone. It's like, stop. Are you I'm, talking about he Marilyn Manson? Me like oh my yeah seriously. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, the, the only the only last thing about the the comment comment I want to make is that I I was really surprised that Micro thought that he was going to live. <laughs> Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, he's like, the second he's like, oh, well, everyone uses drug money to get what they want. Everyone needs narcotics. You're like, dude, you sound like a bad, like, you sound like a bad guy. Like, how are you trying to talk to Punisher this way? I'm justifying the use of drugs. <laughs> Wait, what? And he's like, but you take money from people. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but I kill them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't use their money. I kill them and take their money. Yeah, micro, micro, like, micro, micro. Poor baby. And, 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 I, and we're supposed to believe that Punisher, after throwing Pitsy out the window onto that metal <laughs> bike heaps picket fence, he jumps out of the third story window and kicks Pitsy down even further with no regard for his own life. <laughs> You're telling me coming down, coming down from a third floor with that one? He didn't go through this place himself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. But the best is like when but, you see Pitsy running after him. Like it's yeah. in his back. Yeah, like. Pitsy <laughs> runs after him with the, the freaking fence sticking out of his and, and back. Yeah, Pitsy still didn't die after the whole oh thing. Oh my god, <laughs> Pitsy. But, but the real that's MVP. Exactly. That's what makes comic book fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! Oh. In the clutch, you want a man like Pitsy on your team. <laughs> he doesn't give yeah. up. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I've never seen that uh, volleyball and soccer dude where like every time they kick it towards the net, it always bounces off his head. Oh, <laughs> Scott yeah, Sterling! Yeah. I was watching that this week. I love that yeah, thing, Scott Pitsy Sterling. Scott Sterling. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> where, they, where his team like lifts him up to bounce. <laughs> yeah. He's with wings of an angel with the face of a devil. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, man, okay, so we're going into our next segment. This is best fave worst. We are doing layers. Uh so comic book layers. So if you guys you know, you have the bat cave, the arrow cave, aka the quiver, shout outs to Injustice for that one. Uh, you know, Teen Titans Tower, Avengers Tower, like all those different places. What is the best? What is your favorite? What is the worst? Who wants to go first? I don't know. I need a moment. I need a moment. You need uh, a moment? Yeah. Okay. Toby, you want to go? Or you want you need a moment uh, as well? Because yeah, I can tell you my I wanna... worst. I can tell you the worst right now for me. You want to go with worst first? Okay. I'm going with worst first. So Okay, okay, sure. My least favorite, and I definitely do think is the worst, 
and I think it's because it's animated, is Teen Titans Go Titans Towers. <laughs> okay. And I oh, say oh that... Oh, my God, of course. Yeah, and I, I mean, because you could have an animated series and have a cool layer, but... Because Young Justice, for example, animated series, cool layer. I love their layer. I think it's a really interesting one. The X-Men, you know, the anyways, I'm naming the other ones that I like, but the, the worst for me really is Teen Titans Go, and not because the characters are kind of ridiculous... But because the tower itself, and I guess it's supposed to be an extension of the insanity, but the tower itself just seems like a really stupid place. Like it doesn't seem like there's nothing, there's nothing redeeming about that tower. You know, like you guys, as much as the it's the Teen Titans Go are supposed to be silly and funny and everything, you could still have a layer that is actually well thought out and developed. And instead, it's this, just this doesn't look stable at all. No, it's it it's not an impressive layer. Mm. You know, you can tell silly stories because, like, for example, um, what's the other one where they're the heroes are kind of silly? Mm, I mean, they're the main example. Well, there there was uh there was one that's the uh like the West Coast Avengers, which is like an apartment. Yeah, yeah. Which is like just as equally silly, but I assume that maybe in the apartment, like, cause <laughs> it's kind of like the Baxter building. Okay, it's an apartment, but like, I'm assuming there's a bunch of defenses but against it <laughs> it's funny you should say that my favorite layer funny enough and it's not because it's it's cool but i just thought it was always funny as a kid and that's what made it my favorite was spider-man Iceman, and fire that was gonna be my worst oh really <laughs> because it's like it, I, I'll, 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 it's the, my reason, turn, I'll the, the reason it was my favorite is always because i thought this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> i liked it it was my favorite because of how dumb it was why is Spider-Man driving a car? <laughs> Why is Iceman living with Spider-Man? Why is this yeah, poor I... fire girl like this? What is this? Two's company. Like, what is this show? <laughs> and you guys God, living in a park? And then like the apartment had things, right? Like they would press and it would like flip walls to well, get. The, the thing is, it's it's it's, te it's technically Aunt May's house, right? Yeah. Because it's funny that you mentioned this because I actually have the original first episode on VHS. Oh God. So like I've watched, I've rewatched the <laughs> origin story slash them making the base. Yeah. So like, because like at first, what happens is that first of all, it's really lame. Their exit strategy is they remove a, a, a rug, yeah. take away some planks of wood, and then Firestar just jumps and like buries a hole to the outside, <laughs> and then they have like nothing. They have like a laptop. <laughs> and then, like, they help uh, Tony Stark, and then Tony Stark's, oh, well, uh, one day all this computer equipment came to our house, and we installed it. That's yeah. essentially exactly. what it is. That's why it was my favorite, because <laughs> like, it was so... Ri you'd, yeah, you'd have to reduce every room by a foot <laughs> with fake walls for it to make any sense as to how you fit all those electronics. Because it's, in a, it's a flip of the switch, and everything turns flips, around, yeah. right? So you would have to have fake. So just like my my like, because we record this at my place, I would have to make every wall in this room uh, like a foot in and reduce all the space so that I could have fake walls that flip over with the con like all my superhero stuff. And it, I love how stupid that was. But how does it was Aunt my favorite May for that reason. No, because Aunt May but, is. Dude, they, she did, I mean, activated, but because it's not a switch. It's actually not a switch. It is a statue that they move. So how, while well, she's cleaning very the Batman, house, yeah. how is cleaning the house, how does she not activate everything by accident? And there's actually an episode so, where you see they're they're doing everything, and then she 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 walks in. She's trying to walk in to, like, say hi to Peter. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. And they push it back, and they're like, hold on at me. And it's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Like, how does this just make any sense? Sorry, Tobes, go <laughs> ahead. Oh, sorry. So, so my, my worst would probably be one that everyone is aware of. Uh, I think the stupidest lair, stupidest lair is Xavier's school. What? <laughs> oh. 
It's 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 so obvious that it's a lair that it's not. Even- <laughs> Why, why would you? Why would you endanger your students by yeah. having the lair right there in the school? Yeah, it's valid. Boy. You know what I mean? It should be at a separate location, and you shouldn't be training all of them to be warriors or anything. You pick a select few. Like the school should be sort of like a, a proven ground for them. They need to go through these studies and go through school, and you're watching and observing from afar, picking the ones you want to actually train. Yeah, is the way I feel you, like it should my, be done. My favorite not, is just. My favorite is just the idea that the neighbor to that school is this just like bohump regular guy who keeps seeing a blackbird fly out of the pool and it's just like he gets destroyed every six months. Yeah, and he's always just like, "Are they trying to hide?" Because it's pretty obvious where the blackbird comes from when you hear every other night coming out. To be to be to be fair, yeah, that's true. Could a Shiara technology be quieter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my god. Okay, but so, yeah. So we went through our worst. Okay, so all of us get our worst. Yeah. Your, uh, my favorite, like I was saying, is the one that's your worst. So you guys yeah. go ahead. What well, favorites? Bias because I I love Batman. Um, although probably could be infiltrated a little easier than it's portrayed. Often, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I like it, but I like it because he has his 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 trophy rooms. There's just so much history that happens in that place, and um, it's like it's the first toy I had. It's the first base I had as a yeah. to- as a toy. So I just love it. Uh, but I will also give notable mention to I actually really like Darkwing Duck Slayer. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it's, it the it, top of it, bridge? It, 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 there was a bridge, and it's one of the out of one of the big poles in the middle yeah. of the bridge. Yeah, it's okay, the that's top what I thought. It. Yeah, yeah. So that's your fave. Th- those would be my fave. Tobes, who's who? What was your fave? You know, I I do have an issue with layers that are visible because I just think it's just stupid. Why yeah. even? Like it's just like a beacon. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're right here. Unless you like, yeah. Unless you like living in danger. So that's why I'm looking forward gonna, to telling you guys my best. But I, I'll let you go yeah, with your fave first. My my best would possibly be well your favorite the four. Yeah, oh, it's sorry. Favorite, my favorite. favorite would, oh, that's tough. They might be my both, but oh, okay. Hold on, my favorite is probably the Fortress of Solitude. Okay. Okay. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that is a very solid, good one. Right? That's true. Yes. It's just a place where he can go. No one can get access. Yeah, you can't even lift a key, right? Isn't the key can't like lift the key because you have to be Kryptonian or yeah. have Kryptonian blood? Yeah. You know, so right away, even just there, boom. No, way, you don't know where it is, and B, even if you got there, there's no way for you to get in. Yeah, you yeah. can't blow anything up. It's protected, um, and it's a place where he can go and just literally be his, his true self, always, yeah. constantly, without worry of anyone actually seeing him or being aware of where he is. Mm, that's a good one. Um, and he get, and it's a place where he gets to talk to his father all the time. You yeah. know, so it's like, it's I don't know. It seems to me like a place where I would like to go and escape to. <laughs> and you and you're saying you think that might be the best one as well. I, I honestly think so, yeah. Based on what a lair is supposed to be, yeah, I think I think it might be the best one, yeah. I think I mean now that I now that you say that, I I definitely agree. I still will give what I think was one of the best, Legion of Doom, mm. that dome in the swamp, mm, that like cool. no one knows where it is. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a good one too. I I mean I agree with you that because that the the solidarity thing like being out of view and no one knowing where you are to me seems like a keen thing. Mm-hmm. Batman's Batcave yeah. where he drives this super loud Batmobile and it always goes in the same direction at the end of the night mm. towards <laughs> Wayne Manor. 
Interesting. Yeah. Every yeah. night, Batman drives towards Wayne Manor, and then they're also friends. How yeah. unlikely! Uh, and you know, that voice. Why, yeah, why do you like the Hall of? Why do you like the Hall of Doom? Uh, yeah, the Legion of Doom I like because, aside from the fact that it's just all villains, so because mm. obviously that's not a good thing, but the design of it, like that kind of dome that's in the in a swamp, it's in an undesirable place. So it's not the type of place that people will just go to thinking mm. to look for it. It. I mean, it's it was mobile, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you could move is. it, right? Yeah. yeah. So as much as it's it is some sort of like mechanical, yeah, lights. like it stays often in the swamp just because it's out of the way. No one really seems to notice it or think of it there. It's not surrounded by much. It just seems like a smart place, and because of all the villains involved, it probably has really good defenses. Also, it's a type of place you can't really break into because you know if you if you did break into the Batcave, Batman's not going to kill you. He's just going to, you know, I don't know, try and erase your memory. Mm -mm. Whereas right. breaking into Legion, they're criminals. They will murder you. That's true. They'll just toss you in the swamp next to them and be like, cool, that's done. Make sure no one else figures out where this place is. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Did, did, are, oh, villains are aware of where the watchtower is, right? Well, yeah, yeah. that fucking. Uh, well, well, the sorry, watch, the one time I swear, but. <laughs> sorry, the satellite. Yeah, because it's yeah. in space, and then also they have the the Justice League, uh, the one on Earth, that's a big hall of justice. Mm. That's like in the middle right, of the city. Right. It's, a, it's a beacon of hope. No, you're a target, like yeah. you were saying. T Titan Tower. <laughs> all... Well, the, yeah. other, the other problem with the, the one in space, right, they, and it's one of the reasons why I, I quickly took it off my list as mm. potentially a, a best, was that if you do something to the thing that makes it gravitate like if it starts to fall to earth you're you're done oh like yeah you're, you're it entire, is dangerous like yeah. it's very easily destroyed and thanks to toby you've talked me out of what was gonna be my best my best was gonna actually be the x mansion but that's because no. I, I always because i thought that all the the equipment and stuff that they had was really cool it's true yeah but you're right like technically they're if anything, the first casualties will be children, yeah. not the X-Men. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you talked me out of it. Just like you talked <laughs> me into definitely putting children in harm's way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, kind of sick if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X, you bald bastard. Um, so I will actually say, I will agree with Toby then. Yeah. I, I think the fortress, the fortress is... Yeah, I think that was a really good call to yeah, With yeah. a notable mention of uh, Themyscira, though. Yeah, because yeah, technically invisible. it's it's that's, it's yeah, you could say great. yes, you could fall upon it like um, what's his name did uh, Trevor. Uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, Steve Trevor, Steve, whatever. But yeah. like, let's be honest, like assuming that that happened once, they probably learn from their mistakes True. and fix that up. So that would be a noble match, but definitely Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, has to be, that's a good has call. That's a good call. Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this and you have your own ideas of what the best favorite, what your best favorite and worst uh, layers would be once again you can hit us up you can always hit us up on twitter uh, or instagram at a strong franklin uh, or you can write a message in the comments below of this episode on franklinarmstrong.com or even on our facebook post because we're going to be posting this on facebook and we you know leave a comment if you guys have ideas uh we're going to be going into our and uh oh sorry no. yeah i was actually gonna say guys final thoughts final thoughts well, yeah, yeah um well let you guys go uh are we doing out of five or ten for the... I think out of five. Okay, so out of five, Garth Ennis's writing, the arts, the story, 3.5 to 4. 3.75. 3, 3. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's still good. It is, but... That's still good. Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm not... I'm telling people... I'm still recommending it. It's still in the positive. It's. I, I didn't give it below yeah. 2.5. Uh, I, I mean, the writing's fun. Mm. Uh, the, the story and the development of the Punisher, interesting. 
Uh, it's just, I, I, like I said, every character other than the pun- Punisher felt like cannon fodder the whole way through. Right. Like you said, from right. beginning to end, every single character I saw, I expected to die within a page or two. Mm. And that made it kind of hard to feel connections to anyone else because they're all just talking and I'm just thinking, you're going to get soon. There's mm. absolutely no point. So, I, as you know, the other than the one scene with him and Micro, like you said, where they're in that room together and the, the black room and he's just talking to him, which I thought was excellent writing. Mm. Micro's approach and trying to break him through his family. Micro then flipping like, hey, we want you like, you know, the whole time you think they're going to try and kill him. And instead, it's like, oh, we want you to work for us and go yeah. after bin Laden. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Like the stuff like that. I was yeah. just like, this is very weird, but interesting. And like I said, I think the yeah. art, I think the art's great. So the 3.75 on five for me. That's a pretty good score. I, I, so if I were to, if I knew or talked to a new fan of the Punisher and I was going to push them into the lore more, this is what I would start them off with. Mm, yeah. Uh, like I said before, it's, it's, it's doesn't, it's it's my favorite sort of storytelling in terms of like telling a new character like a character's um adventures yeah shorten the origin story as much as possible yeah yeah you always and just give me just give me where he is now and i love that they do that here too so Mm -hmm. if i were to recommend this to anyone it's like if you want to know more about his backstory go and read all these other ones but if you don't really care that much about what motivate like what started it all and you just want to find out where he is currently this is the best place to start yeah um i'm gonna give this volume three and a half though meaning it's still a great reading you should read this but only because the better volumes come after oh but that's because you know more though this one so that's with the the bias that you know more but this is worth this is worth this is worth reading to get to those is what i'm saying okay with with me not knowing more and and taking into consideration obviously the crappy writing in regards to women the few things that we've mentioned that were bad. I'm actually giving it a pretty solid four, only in the sense that, as Toby was saying, you know, this is a very nice, well, concise version of the Punisher. Mm-hmm. If you need to jump in, if, if someone was like, hey, I need to know about the Punisher, but I really don't want to know everything. I just want to like be able to like, you know, get the essence of what the Punisher is. I'd be like, this is the book for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, do you have yeah. a, a weak stomach? Okay, maybe this is not the book yeah, for you, yeah, but if you, do, if you if you if you're <laughs> accepting the fact that things are going to happen yeah. and that you're not going to want and you might have to look away, this is where you'd want to start. And that's what makes me give it the four. It's because it's, yeah, it, so it, it's not complicated either, it, which a Punisher story should not necessarily be the most complicated. Yeah, if I were to draw another parallel, it's more Rambo than Rocky. Exactly. Both are heroes. Very but good. Very well said. Too much story, the other one just gives you all the action, and you that's all you want. If that's what you like, that's what you get. And if anything, this would actually a story like this would make me tell people like not only should you read these like there's other other Punisher affiliated things I would tell if you like this I would I would say also read other uh, books like for example that you have a uh, the Thunderbolts which was. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross made a, a team of him, Punisher, Deadpool, Electra. Oh, yeah. Uh, this Venom. is when he's Red Hulk, though. Yeah, this yeah, is when yeah, he's yeah, Red yeah. Hulk. And, uh, and that is good. And it's a yeah, great... It it, I, 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 I read that entire series. I would recommend that to anyone. And I'd be like, read this. If you like this, then you may as well pick... Like, it's it's one of those books, like, if you like this, there's so many other books you could start reading, I think, yeah. with the Punisher. Man, yeah. Imagine if they took General Ross into the Red Hulk and the MCU. Yeah. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Which I, I think they're trying to hint eventually. You think? At. Okay. That, eventually, like that's like phase like seven. 
he's been coming back into prominence a bit. Yeah, so it's exactly. Weird. That is a whole anyway. other story. Boys. If you're if you're gonna bring him into, if you're gonna bring, if you're gonna keep making him have these Easter eggs in the movies, he has to turn into Red Hulk eventually. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways, that's a, that's a whole other tangent. Really nice. So anyway. yeah, four. interesting. So that's uh, those are our final thoughts, I guess. Mm. That's a show, uh, kids. Mm-hmm. That's the show. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, if you uh, if you guys want to check us out, like I said before, always visit us on franklinarmstrong.com. Uh, if you want to check out stuff that Dave is working on, it's squared-idea.com. Thank you. Uh, they also have the Patreon, and yes, you can find them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, f- please like, follow, and uh, please support. Do. Fathom is actually almost at really actual physical release. We've been doing like the electronic version, but Fathom should be actually, which is Mike Wilcox's. Uh, creation babies actually does does everything for it writing mm-hmm. and drawing uh, actually taught himself how to draw it's actually amazing how good he's become he's actually going to have a physical copy soon so gotta awesome. check that out awesome 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 and uh, if you guys want to also follow us franklin armstrong collective on facebook you can do so it's facebook.com slash franklin armstrong d-o-t-c-o-m and uh, geektastic cypher is also our other podcast which can be found on franklinarmstrong.com just check out our podcast archives and all the past episodes are there we also have a whole bunch of cool trailers on the website for you guys to check out and if you want to hit up toby on instagram he's under at that fit dude and That's I'm right. I'm Brian Holiday, H O L I D A E. That's the show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another wonderful episode. Peace, 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 peace. Ciao.